0: Welcome to the Jesus Heals Podcast. My name is Sister Andrew, and again, I'm happy to be back with you. And once again, I feel like I need to apologize for such a long time that I haven't recorded, but I have been praying for all of you, and now um, I'm able to record a little more, um, a few more episodes and stuff for the future. So, and I have some plans for the recent future that will be coming, (laughs) but I hope you all have been well, and I've been praying for all of you. And what's been coming to my mind and what I've been praying with lately and wanted to share with you is the idea of how healing can sometimes be slow, right? Like often, at least for myself, I don't know about y'all. You can let me know in the comments. (laughs) Um, I often think and expect Jesus to heal whatever I want him to heal, right away. Like, I pray for it, and it's an instantaneous, immediate healing. But honestly, that's, at least for me, not often what happens. And for me, each time, it's a deeper invitation to trust Jesus more, because I do know that he is healing me. And so two things come to mind When I pray about these things, there's a verse from scripture that I go to a lot, and it's from the second book of Kings in the Old Testament, in the chapter 20 of the second book of Kings, and it says in scripture, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, now I am healing you. And this verse for me is a good reminder because sometimes if I don't get that instantaneous healing or the person I'm praying for doesn't get immediately healed in the way I think they should get healed, I think maybe God doesn't hear my prayer. Maybe that I'm doing it wrong, right? There's no way you can pray wrong. It's a relationship with God. We're talking to God. We're praying. There's no wrong way to pray. But God has heard our prayers and has seen us. It says, "I have seen your tears. Now I am healing you." I am healing you. It's the action it's currently happening. And I do take this though this was written in an Old Testament time for for Hezekiah and Isaiah, it happened thousands of years ago. These people were alive that that this instances happening in scripture. But I believe that it's a verse for us today as well. At least it's a verse for me today. I have heard your prayers. I have seen your tears. Now I am healing you. Jesus is healing me. Continually. Because healing ultimately will be when we are completely in communion with God the Father. We're in the heart of Jesus ultimately in heaven, but we can get close to that here on earth. So the question for me that I ask myself, and maybe this resonates with you all too, is can I recognize the little signs of healing happening in my life? Or am I only focused on the final big moments of healing, the outcome that I want to happen, the complete healing that I want Jesus to do? Am I only focused on the big outcomes so I forget to see or I can't see all the other ways Jesus is bringing healing into my life, that Jesus is bringing me deeper into communion with him, that he's alleviating other difficulties I may have had? Do I notice those and do I thank God for them and praise God for them? Or do I just think that they happened because I did something different or whatever the case may be? But Jesus is healing me. He's healing you. And maybe at this moment, it's not in the exact way we would like it. Or maybe it is. And if it is, do we recognize that as God's power and glory in our lives? Because he's working. And he's doing things in our lives. And he knows us and he hears us and he sees us. And he heals us, and he is healing us. Another prayer that came to mind—it's kind of like a prayer and a statement, but I've—I've I've turned it into a prayer. Is from a Jesuit, Teilhard de, de Chardin, and I'll put this in the show notes, hopefully. But it's—it's. It's, I think it's a poem he wrote. I don't know if it's a poem or a prayer, but it's titled. Trust in the slow work of God. So you can Google it. They, they make it on like signs and stuff sometimes or beautiful plaques or things. But I just want to read this for us and kind of sit with it. And hopefully it resonates with you too. It's something I go back to often. So it says, trust in the slow work of God. Above all, trust in the slow work of God we are quite naturally impatient in everything to reach the end without delay. We should like to skip the intermediate stages. We are impatient of being on the way to something unknown, something new. And yet it is the law of all progress that it is made by passing through some stages of instability and that it may take a very long time. And so I think it is with you. Your ideas mature gradually. Let them grow. Let them shape themselves without undue haste. Don't try to force them on, as though you could be today, what time, that is to say, grace and circumstances, acting on your own good will, will make of you tomorrow. Only God could say what this new spirit gradually forming within you will be. Give our Lord the benefit of believing that his hand is leading you, and accept the anxiety of feeling yourself in suspense and incomplete. And that's again a poem from Pierre Tehard de Chardin, a Jesuit priest who lived in the early 20th century. But I know at least for me in my life in my current situation there is something that i want to happen and like it says we should like to skip the intermediate stages we are impatient of being on the way to something unknown something new and it's true i get impatient and at least for me and my impatience sometimes I can lose focus on what's the most important thing. I lose focus on my relationship with God and I want him to do the thing. I want him to heal whatever needs healing. I want him to bring to fruition whatever I've been praying with. But there's something about having to pass through some stages of instability. And sometimes for us, from our perspective, it takes a very long time. Now, we know God's timing is different than ours. God lives in what's called kairos time, and we're in chronos time. We're in like a chronological time. It takes minutes. God sees everything at the same time. And for us, for me at least, I grow impatient. But God sees everything, and he sees this time that I'm in right now I believe as a time that he's preparing me for what's next, for what he has for me and his plan. So for me, it's an invitation to deeper trust. Waiting for the slow healing of God, the slow presence of God, what I feel is the slow presence of God in my life at times, is not slow to God. It's God's time. (laughs) And so, especially in these days so... As I record this, we're a couple weeks away from Pentecost. Um, but whenever you listen to this, it doesn't really matter. It can apply it any time. But I'm going to frame it in the way that Pentecost is coming. And the nine days before Pentecost, I will hopefully, I'm going to try to record a podcast each day that will be a prayer for the novena of Pentecost. So the nine days leading up to the Feast of Pentecost We can pray the novena. And I propose it to be a novena of healing in the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus sends the Holy Spirit as our advocate, as our guide. But when we think back, if you read in the Acts of the Apostles, at the time of the first Pentecost, when Pentecost happened, the, the disciples were in the upper room and they were afraid and they were scared. And that's where they had been for nine days, for the days preceding Pentecost. They had been together, praying, and they didn't know what was next. They didn't know what to do, but they were together and they were praying. So, my invitation for you, and even if you listen to this later on and it's not right before Pentecost, that's fine. You can make a novena to the Holy Spirit at any time. A novena just means it's nine days of prayer. So we also trust in the timing of whenever you listen to this and whenever you begin the novena to the Holy Spirit for Pentecost, that it's the right time. It's God's time for you. And his timing is perfect. So we trust in the slow work of God. And we know and we renew our trust that he hears us, that he sees us, and he is healing us. So I invite you these next nine days to pray with me, to come pray. There'll be short um, podcasts each day. It won't be a whole like episode with a discussion or like a, with a talk or anything. I'm thinking it'll just be an introduction, a quote, and a prayer that we can pray together. And that'll be it. And hopefully that's helpful to you. And If anyone has any other suggestions for what could be helpful for them on our journey of healing, please let me know. Please feel free to share in the comments, or if you know me, you can text me or whatever. And we pray for each other for deeper trust. And even to just say throughout the day, Jesus, I trust in you. That's a prayer, and it's beautiful. And we trust that he sees us And that he is healing us. So that's what I pray for. I pray for all of us this day. I pray that we may trust in Jesus more. That whatever difficulty we're having, whatever obstacle we may have in our life, imagine it now and you're holding it in your hands and offer it to Jesus. And hear him say, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears, now I am healing you. God bless you, and I hope you're able to join me for the novena.